the practice of the occult among a tiny proportion of the Catholic clergy has long been a problem that many investigators have been aware of, and a problem that has crept into the news from time to time. Most recently, there was the case of that monstrous predator priest living in Idaho, who expressed in online forums his interests in torture and Satanism, and has since been sentenced to a lengthy prison sentence for his wicked crimes. Over the years, there have been numerous stories about this kind of problem. This is one of those issues that refuses to go away, and is a major concern in the ongoing crisis in the church that has lasted almost 60 years now in an overt form. Today, this problem takes on a new life of its own with the continuing Amazon Synod in Rome, where pagan idols are being adored in front of the Pope and Cardinals, and pagan rituals are being conducted with the full participation of members of the, of the hierarchy. Let's take a look at, at this nonsense and see where it's leading. Here's a hint. The powers that be have been openly talking about a new Amazonian liturgy that incorporates some so-called indigenous practices in the sacrifice of the altar. This is frankly an alarming development. The first warnings about the practice of the occult by Catholic religious and clergy came to my attention by way of Malachi Martin in his work, Vatican, which included some passing references to Wicca being practiced by some nuns after the council, and of course in his book Windswept House, which deals with the influence of Satanists and the Lodge in the hierarchy of the church, and the practice of Wiccanism in that book is much more apparent. Martin was fond in the 1990s of warning both his readers and interviewers of the, of the presence of occult practitioners in the church, including regular priests and religious that the normal layperson might interact with in their lives as faithful Catholics. Since the 1990s, though, we have had the occasional story hit the headlines about Satanists defiling the priesthood or priests be caught participating in pagan rituals among indigenous people. This problem is an aspect of the infiltration of the church that few want to talk about or acknowledge, because it speaks to a much more sinister attack on the church than that from, from merely idiots in the lodge or by communists. Many Catholics have a difficult time talking about the supernatural aspects of the faith and what comes with it, the supernatural enemies of the church and spiritual warfare. These enemies of the church are within the gates, and they successfully sold a brand of soft paganism to the church and to the world in general for a long time now. A sort of eco-occultism, with the gospel being co-opted by those who wish to push a strange agenda, but by necessity find themselves promoting a sort of earth worship. This didn't come out of nowhere and is directly tied to the historic abandonment by the faith by some in religious communities who haven't any idea that they have functionally ceased being Christians by their incorporation of alien pagan rituals into their faith practices. But those who have gotten through the gates will fail. We have Christ's promise on that. But one example of, of this sort of paganism is the report of a community of nuns a listener sent to me from a Catholic blog detailing the strange things the author saw in Italy while he and his wife were recently on vacation. He wrote of a strange community of nuns who had incorporated Hebrew occultic rituals into their daily acts of worship. The order in question are the nuns of Eucharistic Adoration, who have a relatively short but sordid history in their convent near Rome. The author describes hearing hippie guitar music and Hebrew folk music emanating from various places in their compound. Their leader, who I'm going to leave unnamed here, has a strange amount of influence in Rome, despite the original sponsoring bishop finding himself in hot water for various scandals in the Vatican. Here's a direct quote from the article I was sent. Quote, it did not take us much time to notice what we were dealing with. The leader of a monastery who was using her deep knowledge on the arts as a conduit by which to corrupt the church with not just any occultism, but um, Hebrew occultism with Christian garb. 
We spent much time with the sister, as she was our guide into northern Italy and Rome, but in our conversations with her, we experienced another shock, amongst many that we have had in the past, of just how far and deep the rabbit hole goes in the apparatus of St. Peter's Square. End quote. I omitted the sister's name because that can be a sensitive thing for someone who isn't technically a public figure. A link to that story is on the sources blog as usual. But these links to St. Peter's are worth taking a side trip on in our overview of paganism in the church. They're alleged to include the patronage of influential members of the hierarchy. The nun in question has been known to brag that she has the ear of the present pope. Her views include the heretical idea that the Holy Ghost is feminine, that members of the James Martin lifestyle are born this way, that St. Matthew was a naive moron, among other weird beliefs, all sprinkled with Kabbalistic Hebrew occultism. And this is just mere miles from Rome. But this isn't it, obviously. Closer to home in Protestant circles, this problem has taken on a life of its own, all without the help of enablers in an ecclesiastical hierarchy to push paganism. Of interest is the practice of so-called misogayas in various Christian ecclesial communities in the U.S. A listener sent in a story about Presbyterians in Minnesota incorporating earth worship in their Protestant worship services, which would be bad enough, though we aren't all that concerned with the weird things some Protestants do. And it's not only Presbyterians doing these misogayas either. The Episcopalians are paganizing their worship in some of their so-called cathedrals in the United States. For those not familiar with Latin, misogaya means earth mass, and yes, it can involve the incorporation of whale songs, wolf noises, and yes, bowing to earthen images as part of the worship. Paganism is back, and frankly, no one should be that surprised that it's coming from among the Protestants first. But it's always already shown up in Catholic circles, too, aside from just that group of nuns and other corrupted and faithless religious communities. It's here, in the church, in Rome, as we all saw that pagan tree-planting ceremony. And yes, it was pagan. We have the words of a former pagan turned Catholic who, as Life Sandys reported, was appalled at what he saw happening in the Vatican Gardens the day before the start of the Amazon Synod. As you'll remember, the day before the Synod opened, we were all treated to images and video of Francis presiding over an Amazonian tree-planting ritual in the Vatican Gardens. This isn't merely the planting of a simple tree, but an occultic ritual that may have dire consequences for the future, if you take the supernatural aspects of the faith seriously. One man chose to speak up, and aside from LifeSign News covering him, as well as a few of our usual colleagues in this realm of YouTube, very few uh, covered him. He's been largely ignored. His name is Rexy Crisanto Delson, and he's the, for the son of a former shaman in the Amazon, and he recognized the ceremony for what it was. In his own words... I saw the ceremony that was performed in the Vatican Garden and couldn't believe my eyes, he told LifeSite. There were idols, and even a Franciscan participated. Now, as an aside, some may have claimed that they didn't know what they were, that they were worshipping a pagan idol, and some even said that they were bowing before an inculturated image of Our Lady. Which is false, but inculturation is something we'll briefly turn to at the end. But Delson, the former shaman's son, puts it rather bluntly. There's no excuse from here on out to claim that they didn't know they were violating the first commandment. He said before quoting Psalm 95, All the gods of the Gentiles are devils. Delson recounted his own experience with pagan rituals and his turning away from them. I thought it was the harmless playing of our gongzas, some handheld musical gongs, before we prepared a native dish of slaughtered chickens, he said. Prayers were said by an Igorot shaman who was from a different Igorot tribe. I learned from him later that he was actually summoning deities, he continued. I later went to confession and never did that again. When I reflect on that and the things that I learned from the exorcist father Chad Ripperger about opening doors for the demonic when we sin, 
I became angry to see this being allowed in the Vatican. Now, to be clear, the tree planting ceremony is an occult ritual, as is clearly evident by the numerous videos and pictures that have gone viral of the event. Franciscans bowed in worship to the pagan idol Pacamama, as part of a larger ritual that involved planting a tree with occultic purposes in the heart of the Vatican, all in front of the Pope. The pagan thinking has a lot of consequences, including a return to, if you'll forgive the phrasing, naked barbarism, in this case, quite literally. By now, you've probably heard of the image that has been on display in one of the parishes in Rome, specifically in Cardinal Ouellette's titular see in the ancient city. On display is a picture of a topless Amazonian woman with a baby slung over her shoulder, while she nurses what people are calling a weasel. We're really not sure, because all we see is the back of its head. This is clearly a violation of human dignity, and a clear example of pagan thinking, which says that humans and animals are not only linked, but on the same level of creation as one another. This is an absolute rejection of Catholic understandings of creation and the natural hierarchy, instituted by God as on display in the book of Genesis, not to mention the scandalous nature of the image itself. And no, I'm not going to put it on display in this video. I'd like to avoid causing scandal among viewers. Those on an audio-only format like Anchor.fm or Spotify or others hearing this on one of those kind of platforms obviously need not worry about that. If you're really curious, you can go find the image online easily enough. This all leads to something called enculturated Christianity, which is a new way of pushing an old idea, syncretism. To paraphrase the definition from the Catholic Encyclopedia, syncretism is sometimes used to designate the fusion of pagan religions with Christianity. We see this as a hallmark of modernism, which denies the infallibility and divine inspiration of sacred scripture and claims that it was the product of various pagan rituals and belief systems getting filtered through the ancient Hebrew peoples, thus leading logically to the error that all of these religions have value and that they should all be treated with not only respect but reverence. It isn't much of a leap to apply that logic today, to see the Amazon as a source of revelation, and by necessity incorporating some of those beliefs into the life of faith of the peoples of that region. Hence the talk of a new indigenous rite of liturgy for the Mass, which if the bishops proposing this idea are to be believed, would incorporate shamanism and other pagan practices into what the proponents say would be the sacrifice of the Mass. Of course, if they do that, all they'll accomplish is sacrilege and the loss of souls, with a very real possibility of their own. And how did we get here? How did we get to a place with pagan rituals being practiced in the Vatican? How did we get to a place where the maniacs are looking to create new rites of Mass, that are not the Mass at all, but a sacrilegious parody of the Mass. How do we get to a place where Franciscans are, are worshipping a tree? One aspect of the crisis of modernism in the post-Vatican II era that is rarely talked about much by the critics is the embrace of the world and its globalist, statist political aims. That is something I'll cover in the near future. Possibly tomorrow, but that might be Monday. Since the 1960s, the Vatican has sought to work side-by-side -side with the UN, on various projects, and the UN are present at the Amazon Synod. There is something more going on than merely paganism at the Synod, and that'll be a topic in the very near future. Needless to say, it's something sinister. But until then, keep praying for the Church and pray for an end to these heresies. Our Lady Hammer of Heretics, pray for us. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.